Oh shit, it's been a long time, but it's back. It's time for Balloon Art Radio. What's going on, everybody? Looking at these shitheads online to go into a supermarket, into the bank. Look at these fucking assholes. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't sit online. I went to my local shop right, which I probably would have saved like 15, 20 bucks. It's a lot of fucking money nowadays. 15, 20 bucks. I would have saved that amount. But I can't fucking sit there online. I just refuse to fucking do it. These fucking pussies. I, I, I just can't believe what this pandemic did. What it did was it showed the friggin' the people that call out. First off, you. you <laughs> Forget about what I was just going to say. You know what I called out? All the pussies and all the people that are just fine with being slaves. And people that are just fine being under the thumb of a totalitarian government. Just fine with it. People were born into this country with no struggle. And they don't know shit. They don't know nothing. And they're fine with it. They're just fine with being fucking slaves. It's pathetic. 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 But these are people that are well-to-do. These are people that's not out there busting their ass, worrying about bills. These are the same people that's not out there fucking... These are the people that's, you know, taking money from their parents and shit. Everything is fine. I'm going to be a social justice warrior online. Pathetic. I got to say, most of the population is pretty pathetic. At least... I'm not going to say most. I'm going to say a lot of the ones with a voice that sit out there talking. I'm going to tell you my opinion. You're a douchebag. Shut the fuck up. All right? And that goes for me, too. I'm giving you my opinion. I'm a douchebag. But there's a difference. I'm admitting that I'm a fucking douchebag. And I'm an idiot. All right? I'm at least admitting it. I can't fucking take these people. It's driving me crazy. I refused. My shop right by my house is like, nah, fuck that shit. I'll pay 15 more dollars. I'm going to go to a stop and shop. By the way, I was going to go by there anyway because I had to get me some coffee. And since I'm out here spending my money, I might as well get the coffee that I like. So I went to the Dunkin' Donuts that I like with the lady that works there with the fine ass. Although her ass is getting a little bit smaller. This quarantine, she's been, you know, good. She's getting healthier. But damn, that ass is shrinking. I don't like that one bit. But nonetheless, I gave her a dollar tip. Same thing, I had to run to the bagel store for my kid, because my kid, you know, again, uh, son number two, the 21-year-old, that's not working. Not, not his fault, but he can still find work if he really, really tried. He doesn't really try. You know, he complains about not working, but he's not really trying. Uh, he works, what is he? he? He's an expediter at Applebee's, and they don't need him. So he's, you know, he's employed, but he's not. He hasn't worked in six weeks. So... No, 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 two months because he had, he had his mental issues and he was away for a bit. But um, still, though, I keep showing him job opportunities and, oh, I applied online. You have to call. You have to, you have to, you know, you have to make, you have to make it like you want it, you know, because that's, that's just getting hired. People that want it and shit. So I had to get a bagel for him because, you know, he, he can't have a sandwich like son number two, you know. The little guy's like, yeah, I'll have a sandwich. Oh, great. You know, they, it makes life easy for, for old Papa Dukes over here, you know. But whatever, because I'm a loving father. I'm a terrific parent. I am the best parent. So, <laughs> you know, the best as far as spoiling the shit out of my kids. Fine, I'll go get you a bagel because... 
you know, bagel, cream cheese, and then I put avocado on it. He loves it. So that's what he was in the mood for. It. Fine. It's all right. I had to get some shit from the supermarket for dinner. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I had to do a little bit of work. A little bit. You know, I'm over here saying I'm working. I'm working. I'm only working like two, three days a week. That's because I can do whatever the fuck I want with my schedule. So I just make it on, you know, I just make it marathon days, which is fine. You know, pays the same. You know, it's, it's all good. It's all good. You know, wife is working. We're fine. I am fine, and I'm lucky. So I'm over here calling people pussies. But I, I'm also lucky. You know, I have a home with a backyard. I can keep to myself. The yard is, you know, a decent size. It's not big, but it's decent size where, you know, we could do shit back there. You know, we stay busy. You know, I, I can't imagine if I lived in an apartment. You know, if I lived in a building, how horrible it would be. Like in New York City, New York City is bad. You know, New York City is actually is getting better, of course. But, you know, it's bad if you lived in the city. I did work. I did work in Brooklyn on Friday. Nope, sorry, Bronx. I had to go to the Bronx on Friday. I rarely go up to the Bronx. Uh, but I went up there. I had to go up to the Bronx, and I was running around with this guy that's uh, still employed by the, you know, by the company, I, I didn't let him go because I don't want to go to the Bronx. I only got to go up there once a month, if that, to go drop shit off for him and see how things are, collect some money, and that's it, you know? But I went up there, and uh, I was running around with him because the, he, there was something he couldn't he couldn't fix. So I was like, oh, I'll run with you, see how everything's doing, you know, and, eh, you know, it's all good. But uh, I didn't know how bad the Bronx had it. The Bronx, we were passing by some places that, uh, I mean, well, first of all, he had three people that he knows personally die, personally die because of the because of complications due to COVID. You know, they had uh, compromised immune systems. Um, they died. Three people that he knows. One's his brother. So I mean, that's really close to home. I never met his brother, but you know, that's fucked up. And he can't get his brother's body or his ashes yet, which he's, you know, he's been fighting. He was fighting, but it's like, there's nothing I could do. What am I going to do? He's just sitting there in heartache. He just wants his brother's ashes. And then he had a best friend, you know, a good friend. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. You have like five best friends, you know, but whatever. One of his good, good friends pa passed away. And then, uh, uh, and then, and then someone else that he works with during his normal job. You know, he only works for me part time. So, you know, it really hit hard. But in the Bronx... We were passing by, and he was, like, showing me uh, the COVID camps, you know, those FEMA camps, but they were finally breaking down. Uh, they only used them for testing. They didn't, didn't have to use them. They didn't really have to use the ventilators, according to what he was telling me, which was great, but there was a lot of people. A lot of people died. Uh, and then we were passing by one of the big hospitals there in the Bronx, and um, they had those big, giant trailers, those truck trailers that are refrigerated full of bodies. He said two weeks ago there was 10. 10 refrigerated trucks with bodies. That's horrible. But now it's down to three. I think it was three. We counted three, and they were unpacking another one. They were disconnecting it. So it looks like three was still connected. So over the last month, guess what? A lot of people did die. It did happen bad in New York. You know, just because I personally didn't know anyone until just now. Well, you know, whatever. 
but you, you, you know what I mean. I mean, I, I was never saying that there was nothing because my sister-in-law is a nurse and people that she was working with were going through some shit. She personally didn't have to go through some shit because she works in a pediatrics office and with kids not in school and not out, guess what? Kids are not getting sick. She didn't have to do shit. She said it was the most boring fucking month and a half of her, of her job ever. But she knew people that went out to the city to go help. They know a doctor that died personally, that died through the complications, and he was healthy. Healthy. He didn't have a compromised immune system. So that's why there's some weird shit about this. But if you go back to my podcast, you know how I feel. You know how, how I feel that this was definitely a bioweapon. I don't give a shit. You'll never change my mind. Because first off, government lies. They all lie. They're all pieces of shit. So whatever. So you'll never change my mind about this because there's too many weird things that happen. Too many weird things that happen with this. So uh, it was just, you know, it was eerie being up in the Bronx and just talking with him and just knowing the situation. I was in Brooklyn two weeks ago and I was on, um, I was on New Lots, New Lots Road. Yeah, I was on New Lots Ave, New Lots. Uh, oh, no, 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 Flatlands, Flatlands, Flatlands I was on. Two weeks ago, I there was a funky smell in the air. Didn't know what the fuck it was. You know what it turned out to be? The morgue rented a U-Haul, and they were putting bodies in the U-Haul. Not refrigerated! Just putting bodies. They were decomposing in the back of a U-Haul. That was the smell. People called the cops to be like, there's a smell. There's fucking fluids coming out of a U-Haul that smells bodies. Bodies. There was like eight. No, what? there was a lot of bodies in there. I don't know if it was eight bodies or more. I forgot what it was. Decomposing. What the fuck's wrong with people? This is a, 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 a mortician. A morgue. The director of the morgue, that was his decision to put it in yours. He didn't know what to do with the extra bodies. People were not dying of normal causes, you know, on the, no, on the most part. You know, I mean, people are going to have heart attacks. They're going to have strokes. Yeah. People eating like shit like I am sitting home. So, yeah, there's those health problems. But people are not dying of accidents, road you know, car accidents and shit like that. But there were people dying and it was an uptick. An uptick. More than the norm. And it was all from COVID. So, you know, cooties 19. I still going to call it cooties. So, you know, after a month, six months, after all these months, really. I mean, New York's been dealing with this shit for a while now. Um, you know, the aftermath is a little, um, you know, it's a little like, eh, look at that. There's some real shit going on. Again, I know half of half of the problems in the United States here was here in New York. You know, it's the capital of the fucking world, man. This is the city of the world. This is the business capital of the world. People visit here. Shit's going to happen. Unfortunately, that's what happened. Plus, everyone's on top of each other. When everyone lives on top of each other, everything gets touched. You know, blah, blah, blah. So, it's fucked. You know, it was fucked. New York City and the surrounding boroughs really had an issue. Um, you know, so I can't totally be like, oh, nothing happened. This is bullshit. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Fucking pussies right now. Because things are okay. Listen, people want to be, people want to not go back to normal till there's a vaccine for a virus. For a fucking virus that kills less than half percent. Even though people died and all this shit. And again, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to poo-poo you know, deaths, because I didn't really was, you know, I wasn't affected personally. Even if a half of, half a percent of the people that I knew died because they had a compromised, you know, uh, immune system, guess what? Something would have happened then to them. Maybe the flu would have got them, uh, you know, maybe a bad strain of the fucking flu would have got them. Oh my God, look at the bank line. I can't fucking sit here for all this time. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. 
I was going to put some cash into the bank because, um, you know, Mother's Day is coming up and I want to buy my mom some edible arrangements, those edible flower shits. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. Fuck that shit. I'm not going to say it for two hours. I got things to do. I got a life to live. I'll have to pull it from the fucking savings. Damn it. I didn't want to pull it from the savings, but now I have to. All right. Anyway, I'll just have to transfer money back into the savings. That's all. Um, anyway, okay. So, yeah, so that's what, you know, I, I kind of see saw over the last few days. I mean, I haven't done this podcast. It's been, I guess, over two weeks. Um, this is exactly what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to talk about the Cooties 19. I didn't want to get into this shit. But, um, you know, I just wanted to share what I've seen, you know. Uh, people that ask me, you're in New York, you're on the road, you're working, what, you know, what's going on, you know. It's like, well, this is what's going on. This is what I've seen over this last week, you know, before, you know, before all this, yeah, people are not working. There's less people on the roads up until this past week. This past week, people have had it. The weather is nice. People are going out. I actually, for the first time in, in six weeks... I, I seen traffic. I was in a little bit of traffic the other day. I was like, oh, shit, traffic. I haven't seen this shit in six weeks. So I got to say one thing. All the pussies that want to, people that want to quarantine and they want to stay indoors. And guess what? Move those people into an ap- apartment complex. Let them go on welfare. Let them, let them sit there. Get your government cheese, your government welfare bread. That's fine. Be pussies. That's fine. I'm not a fucking pussy. I'm going to work. My wife is working two jobs, you know, and I and guess what? When I was just saying about, um, you know, my kid getting a job and shit. Yeah, you got you, you got to make you you have to make it happen. So and I have some night work maybe coming up where it might be, uh, you know, it's working for another company and it might be full time shit. But it's what I like to do. I like to fix machines. You know, and uh, it's a company that um, they're making these tests, these like five-minute tests for the uh, Cooties 19. And uh, since they're ramping up production, they're gonna need another. Uh, they're gonna need a uh, you know a machine technical engineer type guy that fucking fixes these things and all that. And that's what I do. I don't give a shit. I don't mind. It's a second shift at night. I'll do it. I'll do it. I might as well, because I'm not a fucking pussy. I need more income. Because I want to get the fuck... I, I, I want to work my ass off for the next three years and get the fuck off Long Island. Now, I always complain about Long Island. I know. And I shouldn't right now, because Long Island's okay. You know, it's not like New York City where everything is closed down. I went to the beach with my kid. I went to the parks with my wife. We went out to the marinas and shit, walked around. We got some Italian ices. We walked around. People are... Not on top of each other. And my wife's like, oh, it's so nice. It's so nice to see people being this way. And I go, I look at her and I'm like, when do you remember? Except for the beaches. The beaches are crowded. You know, there's so much room on the beach. There's so many bodies and people are so close together. But when we're walking around the marina ship, people are not brushing up against us. We're not the city. We're out in the suburbs. Yes, we're on Long Island. But when did you see that? You know, we're in the park. No one's next to us. When we go to the marina and hang out, no one's next to us. There's, there's always been some t- some type of social distancing on the most part. You know, so that's why I'm just like, I'm over this. I'm done. I know. I'm so sorry for the people that are so scared. But you know what? You're fucking all pussies. Knock it off. L- f- 
less than half percent of the population is going to die from this. This is not something that we should be doing. This. We shouldn't be ruining our fucking way of life because, because people are scared. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm just fucking done with it. You know, go, go move to North Korea. Go over there. Go see how life is over there. You, you wish, you're going to wish that this is the least of your worries, okay? Ah, man, people fucking are born on this patch of dirt, fucking have no fucking, no, like, adversity of any type. And then they complain, oh, we, should, we shouldn't do anything till there's a, till there's a vaccine. Yeah, okay, sure, fuck you. I ain't taking no vaccine. Me and my kids, we're not taking no fucking vaccine. Get the fuck out of here. I don't trust that shit. All you people that would trust a vaccine that'd be made in and and out in less than a year. You guys are dumb. After all you heard, after all you heard with the elite people, the crazy people like that Bill Gates guy, he's a fucking nut. Shit you hear you hear those people talking, you want the vaccine? You're dummies and you get what you deserve. That's exactly how I'm gonna feel. I'm not gonna feel bad for the pussies that's out there. Not happening. Uh uh. Fuck all you people. You could take all your fear-mongering and shove it up your ass. Like the other day. Like the other day. What day was it? It was Sunday. It was Sunday. I got so mad. Mr. Blue Knots is, uh, you know, he's of that age that I was around pre-internet and after internet. I was at that ripe old age that, you know, I grew up. A, like a normal fucking human being without being uh, on a television, on the internet, or on your phone all the fucking time. And then when the internet was like popular, you know, like when, you know, home internet and shit like that, it was like way late 90s, early 2000s. I was already, I was already, uh, you know, about 20 years old. So, you know, I've had my foot on both sides of the fucking grave. This, I still get like, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I still get the newspaper delivered to the house. I still get a newspaper delivered to the house. So, uh, on the on the front page, on the front page of Sunday's paper, and mind you, you get this in the morning, you know, and it's like, oh, blah blah blah, how life is going to be after the plague. The plague? And then didn't the, the president say something? Oh, well, we got to get past the plague. What fucking plague? Do you see what's going on, people? Do you see the fear-mongering? The manipulation of our emotions being played here? They're playing us. This is not a plague. It's not even close to a plague. The, the Black Plague knocked out, what, like 60 million people or something? And this is back in the day when there wasn't 7 billion people on the planet. You're talking like 25% of the population was wiped out from a plague. A plague. And this is what they're saying. I took the newspaper. I ripped it up. And I told my wife, cancel this shit. When they send that bill, you fucking call up that number and you cancel this shit. And when they say why, you say because you're fuck. No, give me the phone. That's when you give me the phone. And I'm going to say you're fucking assholes. You're fucking liars. I get the newspaper to read the news and you're fucking telling me, oh, what's going to happen after the plague? There's no fucking plague! Assholes! Assholes! Pussies! You're all fucking pussies that fall for this shit. I'm telling you right now. Oh, it pisses me off. Pisses me off. Now, just for that, I'm taking a hit. Here we go. I haven't been smoking too much weed after the 420. <laughs> 
the month. Blue Knots. It's like the 4th or the 5th of May. Yeah, I haven't smoked in May until just now. Is that true? Hmm. Maybe not. No, I had... Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I know I was doing a fire pit. I don't know what day it was. But, anyway. <clears throat> I'm doing a little smoky right here. I got some shit to do at home. Yeah, let me get a little high first. Let me get a little, uh, I take two hits and then I friggin', you know, start doing housework and shit. I gotta do it. The wife is working, so let me help out. Uh, I had to do a little bit of, a little something. I had to go to a buffet that's still closed, a Chinese buffet. But, um, he was looking at, the mixer wasn't working and he didn't know why and he called me up. He's like, I don't know if we're opening or not, but, you know, I have to figure something out. So, you know, it's a Chinese dude, very nice guy. Very nice. You know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people are assholes out there and uh, racist and friggin' ignorant. You know, all Chinese people, oh, I don't know. These people move to this country. They want, they, they you know, ha I, I know a lot of them that are citizens of this country. Did the right thing. They want to be citizens of this country the way it is. Because this country's great. So those are Americans. Those Chinese people, they're fellow Americans to me. They're hardworking, good people. You know, cultures are different. You know, you have to, you, everyone's got to remember that. Everyone's culture is different. So, you know, they think of things a little bit differently than us because that's the way they were raised. It's not their fault. But, you know, their second, third, fourth generation of kids. You know, it's going to be like every other asshole fucking American, you know, sooner or later. But he's a very hardworking guy. He's got his immediate family, his cousins, you know, they all work in the in the buffet. And I, I have a relationship with six Chinese buffets, all different families. And that's the way they do it. You know, friends, family, China, you know, that's pretty much that, that, all that you see that works at these Chinese buffets. But he's worried, obviously, because buffets might, you know, I, I, the way... The fat fucking, the fat American type buffets that we go to, you know, those Chinese buffets, you know, it's got like the hot plates and you go serve yourself and all that. That's gone. You're not going to see that no more. So it's either they're going to have to have like, uh, you know, like prison style friggin' cafeteria look where there's people at different stations slopping food on that you want. Or, uh, and this is what I told him. I was like, well, why don't you do it how, like, the Brazilian, the Brazilian meat, uh, meat restaurants, those, the chusucarias, I can't even say it right, and I'm Portuguese, how is, how, how, how horrible is that, oh my god, but I was like, why don't you do it like that, like, the Portuguese steakhouses and the Brazilian ones do it, where, um, people go around and they serve, like, you know, with a cart, like a serving cart, you know, that's old school buffet, that's the way they used to do that shit back in the day, like back in the 20s and shit, you know? So it's 100 years later. Let's bring that fucking, let's bring that style back. So he looked at me and I was like, and you could get rid of these friggin' these hot plates over here and you can space out the tables that you have. The booths are going to be a different thing. You might have to go every other booth, but, you know, 
all those middle tables now, if you knock out all those hot plates, those friggin' self-serving stations everywhere, now you got way more room. And he's looking at me, he's like, that's a good idea. Well, he doesn't say it like that. He's like, oh, that's a good idea. Ching, chai, chong. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I hope, you know, I, I hope they figure something out. You know, and I, uh, that goes for everybody. I want everyone to be fine, you know. I want all the restaurants to come back. Well, the, all the good ones. The shitty ones, goodbye. Ones that go out of business right away, they, they were struggling. And most of them is because they were shitty. A lot of them probably they don't get a chance too, though. Because I'll tell you one thing. I can't tell you how many places I've gone to eat that I would not go eat there if I was passing by. Just from the looks of it. You know, it looks sketchy. It looks dank, you know, hole-in-the-wall shit, but out of people's recommendations or out of, like, you know, smelling in the air, it's like, oh, that smells good. I've gone in to these places, and they're wonderful. They just don't get a chance because <clears throat> a lot of chefs, when they start out, they're not starting on the grand scale. They're starting small. So, you know, it, it's, um, I don't know, man. It's going to be weird. I mean, my cooking skills has improved, as well as my wife's. You know, I'm the cook at home. I cook well. But now I'm, I'm cooking good. Because I, I, I've, been, I, I haven't, I've had more time. I've had more time. You know, same with the wife. The wife has been home, and guess what? She's been cooking way better. You know, her Italian's finally coming out. But at the same time, I would like to go to a... A Chinese buffet once in a while you know I go like once a year twice a year my mother-in-law likes it my wife likes to go my wife will be one of those typical fat Americans and my wife's not fat mind you she's not um, not even close you know she's she look good um, she, but you know she'll be that typical fat American in the sense where she goes to those buffets that has like the the crab the crab clothes claws uh legs yeah crab legs and shit and my wife will pile on a plate and send me the pile of plate she's like oh they just sent it out go i'm like oh how high she's like until it falls off the plate okay and she she'll eat it all with a smile on her face i'm not mad at it you know and i'll pay extra just to have her friggin be that happy you know what i mean but um Yeah, I'm going to miss it. You know, I'm going to miss it if they kind of go away. You know, I really hope they figure things out. I hope they figure things out because, you know, it's... Um, I felt bad. You know, he's got himself and the whole restaurant is what puts food on the perennial table for them. Like, you know, it pays the bills for the whole family and their extended family and their friends, you know. So it's like... You know, that's a real thing, you know, and that's something that we should be concerned about. I don't give a fuck about, uh, uh, about oh, well, they're China, good for them. Someone told me that. Oh, well, they're Chinese, good for them. That was fucked up. I just looked at him like, what an ignorant fucking thing. Because, and I've always said this shit. I'll say it joking around. I'll joke around with a little bit of racism and shit. You know what I mean? We'll laugh and have a chuckle and shit. But that's not funny. You know, my parents are immigrants. I was born here. I'm first generation for my family, but my parent, my grandfather moved here when my, both my grandparents moved over when my parents were kids. My parents had to become American citizens, and they did. They know, they know, 
you know, they're more American. Just because you and your family for a hundred years were friggin' born on here, on this patch of dirt over here. Oh, the 7-Eleven finally opened. Sorry. The 7-Eleven was closed for, like, weeks. They finally opened. All right. One of them had the cooties. Um... Yeah, but just because your fucking family lived on this patch of dirt for hundreds of years, that don't make you any better than anyone else. And your kids complaining and being pussies? Oh, we gotta stay indoors! Oh, we need a vaccine! Oh, how dare you go outside? How dare you want to live life? How dare you? What are you scared of? You're, you're, you're fat, you want, your fat motherfucking ass is happy staying in the house. Stay in the house. I ain't getting you sick. I don't want your disease. I don't want your genes out here. I want those fucking Chinese people fucking out there working hard and fucking, you know, enjoying their life. They're they happy the way, they, the, the, way they be, the way they were. You know what I mean? The kids are going to school. They have enough people that people take off. He's like, you know, people get two weeks off and shit. Oh, my gosh. That's so wrong. He's fucking... Pouring fucking oil down the fucking sewer. That's that's the snitch. That's where I want to snitch. Is that. You don't be fucking putting oil down the fucking. Oh, that's the problem. And there you go. There's a fucking. Oh, you know what? Now I'm going to be a dick again. He's a fucking foreigner right there. That motherfucker's a foreigner. You ruin your motherfucking country. And you come and ruin this fucking country. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. <laughs> Ah, uh, but I'm not no snitch. Since get stitches, I should go out there and punch him in the fucking face. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. <clears throat> so fucking wrong. You don't put that shit down the sewer and shit. <sighs> that pisses me off right there. And that's a fucking problem. But there, you know, it doesn't matter. He's a foreigner. I'm sure there's plenty of white fucking trash that fucking do that shit too. There's plenty of businesses that fucking illegally dump. They're all pieces of shit. That guy's a piece of shit. Doesn't matter where he's from. He's just a piece of shit. A hundred percent. That's. I, I'm. I'm going. I'm gonna go call him a piece of shit. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's fucked up though. That's fucked up. That's that's some littering shit right there. Look at this motherfucker. Yo, I was <laughs> I was driving around. It was 9.30 in the morning. 9... 9.30 in the morning? No. I'm sorry. See, you're going to think I'm lying if I say this. I'm looking at my notes. I wrote here it was 6.30 in the morning. And I'm trying to think if it was where... If it's where I think it was in, 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 in New Rock City... Then it was definitely 6.30 in the morning because I get out there early. But this guy had a giant Coors Light can in his hand drinking at 6.30 in the morning. Sitting on the side of the building. Dressed nicely. No less. Dressed nicely. You know, I mean, I know drunkenness has no borders, has no whatever. But, you know, you're dressed nicely. He's waiting for the bus. He's got a Coors Light giant can drinking. Talking loud to everyone, just talking to everyone. And it, you know what, though, I, I, mm, I'm trying not to judge, but that's some shit right there. That that person needs to fucking not be drinking. You know, almost blown out. You don't know the circumstances that he's under. Maybe he just got thrown out of his house two hours ago and shit. I bet you it's because he's drinking coarse fucking light all the fucking time. I bet you that's why. 
I just don't see. I, I, I will. I'm not going to sit here and believe that his problems is not manifested because he's drinking a Coors Light out of a can, like a fucking 32 ounce can, at 6:30 in the morning. Well, at least it's a Coors Light. You give him a little bit of that. At least it's a Coors Light. I guess that's a breakfast beer. If you're into beer all day, I guess your breakfast beer is like Coors Light. Because isn't Coors like the banquet beer or some shit like that? So it's Coors Light. So it's like the breakfast banquet beer. <sighs> we got problems, people. We got problems. But that shit was before all this. You know, we just got problems in, problems in society. You know, you're not going to tell me there's no... Hmm. Trying to think. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I think it's safe to say there's no. Nah, I can't say that. I, I'm gonna be ignorant and I'm gonna say that we don't need drunks or drinkers that drink at you know all day and all night. I don't think that's like a positive thing in society. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it's a functioning. He's a functioning person in society. Maybe he is, though. Because I, I, I've, I've said it in the past, and I'll, I'll just end on it. I, I, I used to sell Coke to a neurosurgeon, the top neurosurgeon on the south shore of fucking Long Island. The top neurosurgeon. The top. One of the top neurosurgeons, whatever. He was making millions a year. Because he was a neuro... Because he... He, he did surgery on brains. And I sold cocaine to him. This guy was like, you know what he said to me? He's like, I'm up for 16 hours, 18 hours a day. He's like, nothing else. There's nothing. Uh, this is the healthiest. <laughs> Out of all the things I could do, this is by far the healthiest and safest thing I could do. <laughs> that was the best thing he could do. It was the best thing he could do for him, for his practice, well, you know, for his, uh, for his, himself, and his patients. He's like, trust me, it's the best things for my patients that I'm up 16 hours later doing a fucking open skull surgery in someone's brain and shit. Trust me. I'm like, well, you're smarter than me, doc. This guy fucking spent 10 years in medical school. He spent 10 years getting that shit, you know? And all the shit he had to do to get to where he's at. So, that guy is way smarter than me. I mean, I used to judge him because I didn't really do, you know, freaking, you know, people do coke. I, I saw everybody else that did that shit. And they were all fucking, you know, not good people. Not people that I want to live next door and go, uh, you know, and live life with. I don't know. You know, like, it's people I want to party with, people I'll have fun with. Yeah. Those are the people I want to party and have fun with for a night or two once in a while, you know? But, you know, that's the way I would judge it. But then the neurosurgeon, you know, this guy, like I said, smarter than everyone I knew and probably know. And that was the safest and best way <laughs> to, uh, to, do, <laughs> to do his job was to freaking do high-quality coke. See, I wasn't like a cokehead and shit, so... Uh, I used to get high quality stuff and I didn't have to step on it, you know? I would just take it and not have to step on it. I would just re-rock shit, but... Anyway, listen. 
maybe I'll bring that up an, uh, another time. You know, this is not the time to talk. Uh, I'm home. I got shit to do. I got to friggin' look at me. I'm wearing my watch. I friggin' dressed up to go friggin' look at a mixer and do some shopping. That's what I got dressed up. I got dressed up kind of nice for me, kind of nice, <laughs> because I knew it was going to be some bullshit uh, at the Chinese buffet place. But anyway, stop being pussies. That's my PSA for today. Stop being pussies. If you have to, if you feel safer, wear a fucking mask and a, and a shield. Put on a Darth Vader mask. Well, I give a shit. I don't care. I ain't going to judge. I'm not going to judge. Do your fucking thing. But stop. Stop at the fear-mongering. I, you know, just stop. You know, if you're worried about yourself, then take every precaution. Because guess what? You weren't safe before. You weren't safe before. Something was going to get you eventually. So, you know, get your immune system up. You know, eat sort of... If you don't eat healthy now, then eat 50% healthy. I eat 50% healthy. Do a little bit of friggin', A little bit of exercise, you know? Get some sleep. Stop fucking... Get off online. Get off the internet. That's been my biggest secret. The whole thing I was saying about the Trump and newspaper calling it a plague... It's not a fucking plague. Anyone that's fucking... If anyone says to me something about the plague, I might poke their eye. Like three stooges do like a poke. Doink! That might be the nicest thing. I'm, I, I, or flick them. But I can't, I can't touch people, right? You can't touch people now? It might be a federal offense soon to touch people. So, I don't know. I'm just going to curse them and leave? I don't know. I'm just going to walk away. I'm not even going to say anything. Anyone says anything about the plague, I'm just going to shake my head and walk away. I think that's what I'm going to do. Because um, I can't... Um, I can't deal with it uh, at all. I can't deal with the nonsense. Um, get off the internet. You know, if you're on the internet, make sure you're only talking to people that, you know, you're only interacting with people that are making you laugh or making you happy. You know, anything else, block it, cut it out, cut it out of your feed. Just cut it out. If you want news, have news things that you know is real news. There's not many of it. You have to sift through. You have to sift through shit. You know, you have to sift through shit to find good, reliable news. But that's it. Cut everything else out. Trust me, it's way better for your health. It's way better for everything going on in your life. It's just way better. Uh, it's healthier. And, uh, you know, life is good. I'm living my life. I'm living my life. I'm doing, you know, I'm out and about and I'm doing my thing. You know, yeah, I'm, oh, oh Mr. Balloon Nuts, uh, you know, you can't go to restaurants because they're closed. Open the fucking restaurant and I'm going to go to the restaurant. Like, I don't, I, you know, like anyone that tries to say things to me, it's like, stupid, I'm living my life. You know, when the mall's open, I'm going to go to the fucking mall. Okay, I've been to the beaches. I've been to the parks. I've been to the marinas. I've been going to places that are open. Like, I had me some Ralph's Italian ice. They just freaking do everything at the door. Oh, what do you want? Here's the menu. Like, oh, fuck yeah, thank you. I'll be right over here. I'll bring it to you. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll pay an extra buck for fucking tip. My, my wife, she'd be leaving $5 tips to people. She, she's super generous for something like I got a coffee. You know, I always leave like a quarter tip. But like, you know, now $1, $2 for a fucking coffee? It's like, ah, whatever. She's like, no, it's just, okay, whatever. It's helping. Okay, it's great. Whatever. I'm not saying for you to do that. You know, I can't wait to go back to being cheap because I'm sick of throwing money around. <coughs> I'm working too fucking hard for this shit. And I might be, I might be working a, 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 a second job just to uh, get more of it so I can get the fuck off this Long Island. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing, people. I'm moving off Long Island. I'm going to buy a fucking small farm in either upstate New York or Vermont. I'm aim aiming for Vermont or Maine. I'm going to get like a nice piece of land. 
and I'm going to do some farming. And I'll be way, way more happier. And uh, in my head, in my head, I'm going to do like high quality, whatever it is, cows, pigs, whatever it is, and high quality vegetables and, and, and stuff like that to sell to restaurants, you know, because guess what? Chefs are going to want the highest quality and shit, you know, you're going to start seeing, you know, you're going to start seeing menu items change because you know, you're going to have half capacity. You're going to have half capacity at a restaurant. What do you think is going to happen? She's going to get more expensive. They still have to cover their nut. They got to cover their nut. They have to cover it, you know, so if you're going to cover your nut, how are you going to do it with 50% capacity? It's not going to, so now you have to raise your prices. <clears throat> it's going to happen. And then higher prices might mean better quality. So things come in full circle. So that's my plan. Three years. Three-year plan. So I'm going to bust my ass for the next few years. I'm going to do some trading. You know, I'm going to really exhaust myself for three more years. Because that's what I want to do. I want to move the fuck off this, uh, off this island. I need a little bit of land. I need to be a little bit more self-sustainable. And uh, I just want to work work off the earth, man. That's like, that's what I want to do. It's either that or I'm going to be fixing machines all my life, which I don't mind. You know, when I move to wherever I move, I got to be close to society in one way or another. So, you know, I'll be looking for a job even as part-time just to supplement my, my income or just work for myself like I do. You know, whore myself out for a little bit of, uh, you know, depends, you know. I mean, like, I'm open to all of that, but I know that's what I want to do. I want to move to, uh, I want to move the fuck out of here. I'm staying on the east coast of the Appalachian Mountains, just in case that fucking Yellowstone blows. And you know what, I'm just, I'm hoping for the best when that shit blows. At least like, a, you know. It, listen, if it blows on the extreme worst side, then we're all fucked, the whole planet's fucked, yeah. But you know, if it's like, you know, what I suspect it would be, then I'm going to stay on the east side of the Appalachian Mountains. I'm going to stay in the northeast. I would like to go down south, but I feel like a lot of more people are going to be moving down south soon. So, And I like the four seasons. I like the four seasons. I hate the cold, but I like it. You know, I, you know what it is? I appreciate the spring, summer, and fall way more. I think I appreciate life, you know. But, and, and not for nothing, I, I like my northeast people. My northeast people... There's some that's a special breed, and there's a special breed all over the world, of co of course. But you know, this is my people. You know, I'm part of these people, so uh, I think I'm staying here. I was contemplating like Tennessee and shit. My wife's not, she's not, she's not doing it. She's not doing it. So you know what's happening. So now, um, you know, that's where I'm settled in my brain. That's where I'm going. So <clears throat> I've got to get off the coast. The whole asteroid thing. You know, I wasn't scared because we would we would see an asteroid coming to. I'm sorry. So, like, oh, there's something the size of the sun coming at us. You would see it, stupid. You would see it. What, what the fuck, people? I, I, something even half the size of the fucking. We see Jupiter and look how far fucking that bitch is. There was an asteroid that close. We would fucking see it. Knock it off. That doesn't mean that there's not dark asteroids that we don't see that hit the planet. It has happened. You know, it hasn't in the last, since we've had astronomy and shit, and, uh, nah, I didn't mean like that. Since we've had astronomy as far as, like, to get the news out to the masses and shit, modern history, it hasn't happened, you know? You know, so, um, what I mean is we've been, we've been tracking things. And that's what, uh, what got me scared, though? Two fucking hits, and I'm getting. I'm too fucking retarded. That's it. I'm retarded, people. I'm done. What got me scared was that what if 
an asteroid hits the planet, right? The planet is mostly water, so it hits the water and it creates like a fucking tidal wave. What if it's the Atlantic Ocean and it creates a fucking tidal wave? Guess what? I'm on Long Island. We're like sea level, if not below sea level and shit. You know what I mean? I'd be underwater. You know, like during that whole thing about the asteroid, you know, I wasn't scared, but it's in the back of my brain. I'm like, well, what if it does hit? I'm like, if it hits, where do I got to go? There's this large federal building. The largest building on Long Island is like five minutes right here from my home. I break into that bitch, go to the top. That's all I can do. I'm not close. I'm not close enough to friggin' to the airfield to take off because I'll jack me a plane. But, you know, like you got to make sure there's fuel in it and all that. There's like a whole thing to jack in a fucking plane. Same thing with a boat. You know, there's no boat that's I'm going to outrun a fucking, you know, a tidal wave and shit. Unless we got hours notice, then yeah, then I'll, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll shoot my way onto a fucking boat and fucking be out. Trust me on that, you know, I could fucking start any boat, I know how to start any boat, that's not mine, alright, I got my, I got my tools, I'm ready to go, alright, as long as that bitch has fuel, has some gasoline, I'm ready to go, and most people always have the tanks full, because you don't want that condensation and shit to friggin', you know, to, to occur in your fuel system, so on the most part, and I'm lucky, I live in Long Island, people got money, they, they, you know, they do those things, so, you know, if I had to escape, that's what, that was my thoughts. I'm like, man, if I got to escape, how am I going to get me and my family out? Like, my only way is to get into that federal building and go to the top and hope it's not like, you know, like the movie tsunamis and shit, you know? So, that's why I got to move off this Long Island. I can't, you know, I got to move away from the, I love the ocean. I wish I could live like on a tall cliff and stay at the ocean. You know, even if I lived on the beach, that'd be great, but. You know, I, w- I would prefer that because I love the ocean, but I don't feel safe like those little things. Like that's, you know, I love the ocean because I like the fish. I like the smell of it. I love all that, but you can't drink that shit. You're better off living next to a clean creek. And that's what I'm doing. I was, I was been looking at property in Vermont, Maine, upstate New York, all next to streams, lakes, creeks, freshwater couple of friggin you know a nice plot of land that's that so that's what I that that's what I decided so Mr. Blue Knots is going to be hustling his fucking ass off ass off you know I, I'm stepping up I'm stepping up my fucking my slave labor <laughs> but I have to I have to because that's what I get that's that that's what I want to do you know and I don't have that much put away to make that happen and we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. You know, I'm waiting to see. Like, I'm waiting for the banks to give out money for loans. Then maybe I could do it. Maybe it'll be happening sooner than later. But that's my goal. That's what Mr. Blue Nuts is doing. Um, yeah, bummer, huh? Look, I'm so fucking stoned. It's fucking retarded. I'm, I, I, this is the worst. This is why I haven't been doing podcasts. I don't know. I have nothing to talk about. I don't know what I'm to talk about. I talked about fucking COVID and freaking escape plans. Great, great. And people freaking black guys drinking Coors Light freaking for breakfast. Awesome. Um, that's your podcast. That's the show. I haven't been on in two weeks, so I apologize for that. Uh, I love you all. I hope you all staying safe. Hit safe. Safe. Did I say it right? My wife has been mad at me because I haven't been talking to people, so... My English has been horrible. English is not my first language. 
So I say words wrong, like at the wrong times, like when we're, when she's arguing with me and I say things, I might say the wrong word. She's like, that's not even what I'm doing. She gets more mad at that. <laughs> so, um, you know, sorry for the mush mouth. But that's also why I haven't been smoking that much either because ugh. I did all of 420 the whole month. I was happy I was going to do that last day of 420 with you. But I didn't because I was doing it with my wife. I was like, oh, no, this is more fun. Uh, hanging out with my family and shit. And 420 with my wife on the on the last uh, day of the 420, we enjoyed it. I smoked every day during the month of 420. Um, once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm not I'm not going to live to a, a 140 fucking something. It's not going to happen. So I'm not going to have that happen again in my life. So that's why I did it. Now I'm going to go back to just, you know, once in a while. I did it right now because I'm podcasting. Maybe I'll do it when I podcast. I like doing the one at night when I'm drinking and smoking. That's a lot of fun. So I might just do those just for fun. Once a week, I'm allowed to do that, right? Once a week, kids are asleep. No one's bothering. My wife is doing her fucking her hair and makeup shit, you know, trying shit out. That's when I'll come out and do it. Fuck it. I, uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys and gals think? How about I talk? I can't fucking talk. Oh, my God. Sorry, people. I'm so sorry. I hope you're all doing good. You know, why don't you guys email me at bluenutradio at gmail.com, bluenutradio at gmail.com. Tell me what you've been up to. What are your plans? What are your thoughts on what's going on? You know, give me something to talk about. Shit. You know, um, send me the email. Or maybe I'll friggin', I don't know, whatever. I love you all. I'm done. Can you tell I'm done? This is the worst. <laughs> Stay safe. Hit me up at that email. You know, let me know what you think of all this COVID fucking, these cooties nine, 19 shit. How you've been dealing with it your struggles or has life just been normal for you you know hit me up i want to know you know i want to talk about it what do you you know what's going on with uh, your job are they coming back are they not you know what's your plans what's your plans from here on out you know i'm interested i'm interested in this because you know i haven't even talked to my wife about this because my wife is friggin you know my wife is one of those people. Oh my God, it's the plague! You know, whatever she sees, she's like, "Oh my God, Mario Cuomo says this. I'm gonna go rub one out to Mario Cuomo." Oh, that's her. So I can't talk to her about this shit right now. You know, I'm waiting for things to get normal around us. Like we're normal, we're working, we're doing our thing, but I'm waiting for other people to get normal so you know she can start acting normal and then bring it up to her. Uh, that's my goals. That's my plans. What's yours? You know, what's your thoughts on all this nonsense? I want to know. Hit me up. BlueNotRadio at gmail.com I thank you all for listening. I love you all. I hope you are all safe. You know, all your family are good. No one's, you know, not like the guy that, you know, I did some work with the other day where he lost his brother and two friends to actual COVID, you know, to to the Cooties 19. You know, it's crazy. You know, it, it, it is something that happen and it was worse here in New York and thank God it only was really bad here and not everywhere else you know thank God because it would be horrible if it was everywhere you know it would be way worse you know maybe we start rethinking how we live maybe tall skyscrapers are not a way you know a, a, a way to go you know I don't think it is. I kind of like the suburb the suburbs you know I kind of like this you know uh, I have to say I 
am lucky with this Long Island thing because everything was fine. Everything was fine as far as if you treated it fine, you weren't really in trouble. Maybe those first two weeks where you couldn't find toilet paper and some shit, you know, yeah, that that was a little scary, right? Yo, how am I gonna wipe my rat my, my ass? You know, I, I was worried. I'm like, how am I gonna wipe my ass? I gotta make sure. Never ran out personally, you know what I mean? Food is still good. I know they're trying to friggin' pump up there's gonna be a meat so- shortage, blah blah blah. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen, people. You know, I think if we stop being wasteful fucking slobs, I think we're gonna be fine. I think we're gonna be fine. Be positive. How are you gonna get out of this? Let's get out of this shit the right way, you know, the best way for ourselves. Maybe living in this country is not for you. Maybe living in another country is what you want, what you really want. Yeah, there's a uh, a culture and friggin' language barrier there, but you know what? Maybe that's for you. But I'm going to tell you what. I liked my life. I liked my life. You know, this, I had a little bit more introspective as far as what I want, and what I want is just to be home more. Even if, like, I don't give a shit if I have a farm at home. I work all day. I'm home. I'm home. You know, I want to do, like, some artisan farming and shit. You know, art, not, not not large scale, just artisan. You know, I want to be a niche. We all have that. You know, what about this motherfucker, the Executive 100? He's fucking doing sand paintings and selling them. Motherfucker is doing sand fucking art. And selling them, you know, it's like shit happens, you know, shit happens and look what happens, you know what I mean? People find a different niche or, or maybe they just find what's important for them. And what's important for me is to be home, home more and just to spend it with my, f- my, f- right now I still have kids at home. So I'm just doing as much as I can with them, you know, it, hanging out with my wife, you know, I molest the fuck out of my wife, me and my wife, you know, we're close. And I molest the fuck out of her. We've been married for 21 years now. And, you know, as long as we're not fighting with each other, you know, we're fucking, we're having fun, we're enjoying each other's company. You know, we still give each other kisses on the lips and hugs. We still do that. And that's very important. I've been way, I've been happy actually lately. I've been happy. Um, especially not being on, like, when I was online, I knocked out all that fear-mongering shit, all the news, I, I blocked it all, muted it all, um, from the sources, a lot of people that I'd like to see their opinions, but they retweeted a lot of nonsense, I stopped the retweets, I don't, just, I don't want to, once in a while I see it, because people hit a like, and something that they like, and, you know, some stupid shit pops up on my timeline, I get irritable for a second, but then I'm like, no, this is bullshit, I'm not reading it, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I just want more funny what what makes me happy or what I'm interested in. You know, I go online, I'm looking at things that, I, that I'm that i doing or, you know, learning shit. You know, I, I learned how to do some more gardening shit that I didn't know. Stuff like that. You know, I'm way happier. And that's what I want for everybody. You know, I think if you really try, you can do it. And I'm not saying that everyone's circumstances are the same as mine, you know. I know that. I'm not going to be ignorant on that part. But you know what? You have to work on it. And if you're working on toward a goal, every day that you accomplish one step closer to that, you're going to be happy. You will be happy. So that's, you know, that, that that's the one thing I could say. That's the only thing that I can recommend is that do what you want to do in your life. 
It's not going to happen today. Maybe it will happen today for some people. Maybe it's just how, how you look at things. Maybe your outlook is what needs changing. And things, you'll be just way better. Maybe that's all it takes, you know. But let's find it. And let's be happier. And just be better people. That's, that's my goal. That's, that's what I want for myself. You know, I want that for everybody, but guess what? I can't give a fuck about, you, about everybody. I can't give a fuck about everyone. I can only give a fuck about myself, my family, and my surroundings. Like my neighbor, I see him, I wave, hi, how's everything? Do you need anything? Are you low on anything? Is there anything, you know, do you need something? I, I'm stocked up. No, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. That's very, very nice. I'd never, I'd never with... You know, I didn't expect that. You know, it was very, it's unexpected and thank you. And, you know, and that, that strengthened that community thing. I fucking, I don't like my neighbors. I don't like anybody. You know, but I have to. They live next to me. You know, and until I'm on my, in, on my own terms, where I'm not, well, let's see, it's like 12, maybe that's a, a hundred Six, twelve, eighteen. I'm not like 65, 60 feet away from my neighbor and shit from side of the house, side of the house. Until then, I have to make do. You know, I got to be nice. And um, I don't give a shit how, how they act. It's how I act. You know, and now, now we smile at each other way more and shit like that. I had to create that. And that's what we have to do. Let's just be better. Let's just be fucking better. Be better for yourself. And guess what? If For yourself, you're more happier when you're miserable. If you're a miserable prick and that's what makes you happy, so be it. Be a miserable fucking curmudgeon. Fucking people walk by and they wave and you give them the fucking finger. Hey, more power to you. You're a dick. I'm not going to wave to you after that. You know, maybe I'm going to walk by and give you the finger back. You know, we'll have like a finger fucking fight. You know, but if that's what makes you happy, so fucking be it. You know, I'll laugh at the situation and it'll make my fucking day. It's, it's how I look at it. It's the outlook that matters. Um, all right. I got to go in. I got to go feed these fucking kids. <laughs> I got to go make lunch for them and shit. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. I love you all so much. Remember, hit me up at radio at gmail.com. Uh, it's there in the show notes, the descriptions, whatever. Um, you want to help me out? Share it. Share the episode or share your favorite episode. I mean, I'm embarrassed, I, and I understand if you don't, because you're embarrassed. Believe me, I understand. But at, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to help help a cracker out, that's how you can do it. Uh, other than that, hit me up on Gmail or say hi on Twitter. That's it. I love you all. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Why? Man, can't tell me nothing about this coke. Uh-huh. Can't tell me nothing about this crack, this weed, for my hustling niggas. Uh. Niggas on the corner, I ain't forget you niggas. My triple B niggas. This game for years. Uh, it made me an animal. It's rules to the shit. Uh-huh. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track. Not your wig pushed back. Rule number uno. Never let no one know how much dough you hold. Cause you know the cheddar breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two. 
Never let them know your next move Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence Take it from your highness uh-huh. I done squeeze mad clips at these cats for they bricks and chips Number three Never trust nobody Your mom's have set that ass up Properly gassed up Hoodie the masked up For that fast buck She be laying in the bushes to light that ass up Number four Know you heard this before Never get high on your own supply Number five Never sell no crack where you rest at I don't care if they want an ounce Tell them bounce Number six That goddamn credit Get it You think a crackhead paying you back Shit forget it Seven This rule is so underrated Keep your family and business completely separated Money and blood don't mix Like two dicks and no bitch Find yourself in serious shit Number eight Never keep no weight on you Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too Number nine Should've been number one to me If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck for police If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting number 10. A strong word called consignment, strictly for live men, not for freshmen. Uh-huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no, cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell snow. Follow these rules, you'll have mad bread to break uh-huh. up. If not, 24 years on the wake up. Slug hit your temple, watch your frame shake up. Caretaker did your makeup. When you pass, your girl fucked my man Jacob. Heard in three weeks, she sniffed a whole half a cake up. Heard she suck a good dick and could hook a steak up. Gotta go, gotta go, more pies to bake up. Word up, uh. Crack King, Frank Wizard, uh.